Christ's command to his followers before his ascension to heaven was for them to be his witnesses in Jerusalem, all Judea, in Samaria, and to the uttermost part of the earth. Our Lord did not intend for the good news of his death and resurrection to stay local, but instead it was to be taken globally. In this third section of Acts, the adventure continues as the gospel is taken to the ends of the earth. Let's join Scott Pauley now for today's study. Are you a cheerful Christian? Let me ask it a different way. Would others who watch your life, who listen to you speak, who observe uh, your spirit, would they say that you are a cheerful Christian? I'm using a Bible word here, you see, because in Acts chapter 23 and verse number 11, at a very low moment, the Lord himself said to the apostle Paul, be of good cheer, Paul. I love that. Be of good cheer. For as thou hast testified of me in Jerusalem, so must thou bear witness also at Rome. And when we pick up the story in Acts chapter 24, uh, the cheer that the Lord puts in him begins to come out of him. Let's read the opening verses of Acts 24. And after five days, Ananias the high priest descended with the elders, with a certain orator named Tertullus, who informed the governor against Paul. It seems like everybody's against him, doesn't it? Oh, but remember, friends, if God be for us, who can be against us? Verse 2, And when it was called forth, Tertullus began to accuse him, saying, Seeing that by thee we enjoy great quietness, and that very worthy deeds are done unto this nation by thy providence, we accept it always and in all places, most noble Felix, with all thankfulness, notwithstanding that I be not further tedious unto thee. I pray thee that thou wouldest hear us of thy clemency a few words. For we have found this man a pestilent fellow, and a mover of sedition among all the Jews throughout the world, and a ringleader of the sect of the Nazarenes, who also hath gone about to profane the temple, whom we took, and would have judged according to our law. But the chief captain, Lysias, came upon us, and with great violence took him away out of our hands, commanding his accusers to come unto thee by examining of whom thyself mayest take knowledge of all these things whereof we accuse him. And the Jews also assented, saying that these things were so. You hear the accuser speaking. Remember that one of the titles for Satan is he's the accuser of the brethren. So this is one of the devil's messengers here. You know the Lord uh, wants to use us to be his messengers, but so many people become messengers for Satan. Even good people sometimes become accusers. Friend, the devil doesn't need any help in that department. He does all of that that needs to be done. Uh, the Lord Jesus even said to Peter one day, get thee behind me, Satan, because at that moment he was becoming a mouthpiece for the enemy. I'll remind you that the devil will speak through any serpent he can get his hands on. So here is one of Satan's messengers accusing the apostle Paul. And wouldn't you think Paul would answer sternly, uh, forcefully? No, no, he doesn't. He answers spiritually, kindly, cheerfully. Remember, Flesh can't conquer flesh. So when you and I respond with the same vitriol and anger with which we're being accused, we're not ex exhibiting the spirit of Jesus Christ. Listen to verse 10. Then Paul, after that the governor had beckoned unto him to speak, answered, For as much as I know that thou hast been of many years a judge unto this nation, I do the more cheerfully answer for myself. So there's that word again. 
uh, the Lord said, be of good cheer, and Paul now speaks cheerfully. By the way, that expression, be of good cheer, is found about seven times in our New Testament. It's almost like this is one of the Lord's great emphases for us. You remember the Lord Jesus said one day to the to the man sick of the palsy, Son, be of good cheer. Thy sins be forgiven thee. One reason we can be of good cheer is because our sins are forgiven. I say, praise God for that. Uh, again, in John chapter number 14 and verse number 27, uh, he said to his disciples, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Same principle here. Uh, Don't be troubled by all of this. I'm with you. The Lord has this under control. Uh, How about John chapter 16, verse number 33? These things I have spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. The Lord gives his cheer in the midst of our difficulty. I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but when we finally get to Acts chapter 27, near the end of this book, guess what the Apostle Paul is going to say to a bunch of people in the middle of a storm? He's going to tell them to be of good cheer. I love this. He's simply repeating the message the Lord Jesus had already given to him. Friend, if you're going to spread some cheer today, you're going to have to receive it in your own heart first. You're going to have to find the secret to the Lord's joy if you're going to be a conduit of that joy in a very miserable world. So how does that happen? Well, let me give you two observations and applications today, if I may. First of all, work to keep a cheerful heart. It doesn't begin on the outside. You don't paint on joy. You don't You don't put it on in the morning, work it up. It doesn't come that way. No, the Lord has to put it inside of you. It's a heart matter. Uh, That's why we go back to Acts 23, verse number 11. The Bible says the Lord stood by him. Remember this in your heart. The Lord's with you. If this expression sounds familiar, it's because Paul used it in other places. Do you remember uh, in one of his epistles, he talks about enemies coming against him and critics and cynics. He said, nevertheless, the Lord stood with me and delivered me. Uh, The Lord is with you. The Lord is right by your side today. You are not alone in this. Take heart. Be of good cheer. Uh, Rejoice. You belong to Jesus, and he belongs to you. And not only was the Lord with him, but at the end of that verse, Acts 23, verse number 11, He said, as thou hast testified of me in Jerusalem, so must thou bear witness also at Rome. You not only have the Lord's presence, you have the Lord's purpose. Not only is he with you now, but he's taking you somewhere, and he's got some great plan in mind for you, so be of good cheer. First, keep a cheerful heart. Every morning when you begin your day, get in the Word of God. Get in the place of prayer. Get in tune with heaven. Get your mind on spiritual things. Don't Don't talk to everybody else till you've talked to God. Don't check all of your updates and emails and text messages and uh, all of that before you get a word from the Lord. No, first, get your own heart happy in Jesus and keep a cheerful heart. And then secondly, not only should you keep a cheerful heart, you need to keep a cheerful testimony. And that's where we come back to Acts chapter 24, verse number 10, where he begins by saying, I do the more cheerfully answer for myself. I see, whatever's in your heart is going to come out your mouth. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Don't speak today out of anger. Don't speak today out of frustration. Remember, the Bible says, The wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. Instead, 
Speak from your heart about what God is doing in your life. Cheerful Christians are marked by two things. First, they have a cheerful spirit, a cheerful heart themselves. They walk with the Lord. They enjoy the Lord. Look, when we say enjoy the journey, that doesn't mean you enjoy every circumstance. You enjoy problems. You enjoy trouble. You enjoy persecution. No. Enjoying the journey is simply learning to enjoy the presence of Christ wherever you are. So cheerful Christians are marked by a cheerful heart, and then they're marked by a cheerful testimony. When you speak, uh, guard your words. Ask the Lord to set a watch at your mouth so that what comes out of your mouth will be a good billboard, a good testimony for the goodness of our Lord Jesus Christ. Would you pray today, Lord, make me one of your cheerful Christians, a joy-filled, overflowing, a more-than-conqueror saint. I want to be that, don't you? I'm going to tell you, if Paul could know the Lord's cheer in the midst of his challenges, then you and I can as well. May the Lord today raise up an army of cheerful gospel witnesses for his cause. Be of good cheer. Though no more scripture is being written, the story of the furtherance of the gospel is being written at this very moment, and we get to be part of that story. The heart of our Savior is as passionate for the lost today as it was just before he ascended in Acts 1. Will you get in on what God is doing in the world today to reach the lost with the gospel? This is why enjoying the journey exists to encourage and to equip you in the work of the gospel. Whether it is through the daily broadcast or the many resources on our website, Scott and all of us on the Enjoying the Journey team are passionate about people coming to know Christ as Savior. We pray that you truly will enjoy the journey, but we also pray that you will bring others with you on your journey of following Christ. Christ.